Have you ever yeah. seen him like um just like rapidly crouch up and down? No, I've never seen that. <laughs> oh my god, so many times I'm trying to like shoot one in the head from a distance and he's like he's like his like the cover is like halfway up on his chest, right? And he's like rapidly just crouching up and down. <laughs> he's like, I've never seen that. That's he's crazy. like trolling you. I was like, what? That's super, super funny. Welcome to Scav Talk, an Escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continued development of the game, passionate analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church. I do content creation, video editing, and general live streaming. And I'm Gigabeef, a Tarkov YouTuber, bringing mainly beginner and intermediate guides to help players improve their gameplay, knowledge, and confidence. And apparently, I'm also Linus Tech Tips' little brother as well, as I've been told a million times <laughs> in the comments. So, welcome to the show. I had one today. I love that, dude. I had one today as well. Hey, you look like Linus. <laughs> you look like Linus Tech Tips. You look like his little brother. I honestly, I get it's like one a week. It's it's mental. Honestly, it's yeah. mental. A little bit, but I mean, I kind of get it. I feel like you know. Yeah. If you looked at both of us, we kind of look like we're from the same tribe. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we're not necessarily like brothers or anything, but uh, <laughs> we're definitely from the same tribe. That's for sure. Oh, it's 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 crazy, man. <laughs> I get it on stop. What was it? There was another one as well. I can't even remember. Yeah, cousins, maybe exactly cousins. So, how's it been going? How's Taki? How's Taki treating you? Uh, pretty good. As we talked about a little bit before, I'm taking a break uh, from Taki. Just sort of, kind of just burnt out on the game and the loop. You know, just you know, just 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 want to take a break, and that way I can come back and. I feel like it would help when I'm trying to uh, create content and things of that nature. It's just it's just kind of hard sometimes when it's just like, man, I'm really not feeling it, and it's just gonna. Re- I feel like it's gonna reflect in the content, which I definitely is reflecting in my live streams. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we're taking a break from Tarkov for a bit. I think that's fair enough. You know, if you if you know, I think it's better to know and reflect and be like. You know, I'm not having a good time, and I'm and I need to to break away and then come back. Um, as I said to you before, yeah, because of the amount of other stuff I'm trying to do and with with YouTube and things, like I often find mm-hmm. even just like trying to get enough time to play to actually just like have the clips that I need. Even I'm just like, oh my god, I got to get some clips for this and that or the other. I got to run this loadout or that loadout. Um, yeah, and try and try and get some stuff. So I'm you know, fortunately I'm always relatively excited to play because it's. Uh, I just end up getting so limited. Although I have actually ended up in this really bad situation where after I did the Punisher tryout stuff and then like the factory guide, now I basically can't play any other map without feeling kind of weird, <laughs> which is really strange. So I ended up doing like the clip the other day and I was like, oh, I'll just do them on factory because it's really quick and easy. And it's just like, you can bash like, you know, eight raids out in an hour kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just like, oh, going to any other map, it's just like, oh, it feels, it almost feels like a bit of a chore. I'm like, oh goodness, it's you a know? big change in pace for sure. It's such a change in pace. It actually has a huge impact. You know, I was like, the first, I think it was the first couple of raids I, I started doing on some other maps because we started with Factory on my last stream, and then I like moved to, to somewhere else, and I was like, God, I actually have to like look to the horizon and stuff. I was like, I kind of out of practice. Um, it was really weird actually. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm a, you know, Factory addict now, and <laughs> it's it's hard to. It's hard to unwind that. It's hard to unwind that. But no, it's good. It is. It's going good. It's going good. Um, I only did a little bit of non-fractured, a little bit of shoreline, and that's and that's about it. But mostly just like outside stuff. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been working on um, working on an SVD video. Partly, not not okay. necessarily because like I actually wanted to so much. Like, I actually really like the SVD anyway, and it's just kind of fun. It's not like the best gun of all time, but it's mm-hmm. I always have a good time when I use it. It's, um, it's entertaining and. People keep commenting on my old one, being like, I tried to build this and uh, I don't get the same stats. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'm really going to have to redo this because I've had like lots of people being like, I keep trying to make these guns and it just doesn't work. I'm like, look at the date. It's 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 out of date. I'm sorry. So, um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do that next. I'm going to do that next. It's kind of it's kind of a complicated gun because certain parts you have to change certain like low band receivers or whatever mm. and then yeah. some parts has like additional mounts on it that is like exactly not super obvious yeah it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like forked you go like lower band version or you go like free float chassis version yeah and like two variants yeah. it's um yeah it's 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 good but yeah that's kind of what i was like blitzing around factory with just like a red dotted svd just like it's oh god scary, I had, man i had some like oh it's, it's funny because like you do kill anybody with it it's quite it's quite entertaining this it almost like it plays a lot more like a Saiga 12 with AP20 slugs mm. than anything else. I just like mm. point fire that thing with a with a laser on it. But I had yeah. some real, I had some fun raids. I had some really dopey raids, honestly. Like some of them were so stupid. Like looking through the back room and there's two guys who are just like hiding in there. But I like, literally leaned around the corner and got like Chaos 23 flashbanged right in the face <laughs> as I leant around. Killed the first guy, but the second guy had a P90, so I died. Like another raid, exactly the same room. Dude's in there, like throw a grenade in, kill him, but blow myself up with the nade. Like oh, it's just like <laughs> I had so many ridiculous raids, honestly. And then there was like yeah. another one which I just went completely out of control. Where I ran into forklifts, there were two like pistol guys. One of them was like I like t- fire a few shots, but he hides behind a forklift. I like come around the corner, and there's the other guys like at the blinking light thing, and I just like stare at him because I actually went back and watched the vod, and I'm just like stare at him for like two seconds. I'm just like. Huh, he's doing the quest. And then I leave him alone and just chase his friend round and round and round and round, like various bits of machinery, because he's just like trying to escape the whole time. Kill him, but leave the other guy alive. <laughs> and then it was like protecting him, fighting some guy with like an M1A down the glass hallway. Kill him, run up, and then someone else comes in and kills both of us from behind. And I was like, what is even going on? I was like spamming voice lines <laughs> and stuff. It's like so random compared to the way I normally play. It's super weird. It's super weird. So yeah, I've had to, I've just had like weird raids. It's just been strange, but I I enjoyed myself. It's been fun. It's been fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the podcast and twelve ten and Nikita and Tetris and all sorts of things. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? Uh, good good stuff, man. I'm I was actually really happy they came up a patch. Like they were there to announce the podcast because I was like, man, I really could use a an up pick me up from VSG right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, some some pretty cool stuff. I don't know if you saw. I assume you skimmed through the patch notes. Yeah, so I've like I've I skimmed through the patch notes. I didn't get a chance to listen in. Um, unfortunately, I had mm-hmm. like some stuff to do today, so I didn't actually get to listen to the the whole three hour thing. Um, our boy Jesse Kazam smashed out a, a summary video like <laughs> straight away, so I watched yep. that um but I've, so i've got kind of like an overview but i like i guess you watched cool. it all so hopefully um hopefully there's no surprises yeah i mean um let's talk about some of the things that caught your eye um as far as like the actual patch notes they put in there so one of the things i saw that i didn't really see in the podcast maybe i missed it but uh let's see here ballistic glasses npp condor and then it has like 
parentheses with additional armor protection for eyes. Hmm. So is that like a class one, class two sunglasses we can throw on for our head eyes? Like that's kind of that's kind of got me interested. Yeah, I I wonder. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? That'd be interesting. It would, yeah. It's even like something sensible, or like basically, if it's not like level one with high ricochet chance, no one's gonna care. You know what I mean? Like the, the God, high, ricochet chance, on, high ricochet chance, come on. High man. ricochet chance, everyone loves it. Zero, zero, class zero, high ricochet chance, everyone aware it's meta. <laughs> yeah. you know? it's, it's mental. It really is. Though. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the only thing that comes to mind about that is um, like I've been wearing those crossbow um, glasses mm-hmm. on um, pretty much everywhere now because they've got the highest like anti flash thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was because I was doing such stupid raids, I actually stopped wearing a face shield, but the face shields actually have like anti flash on them as well. So that like doubles up. So who knows whether this could have like even more on it as well as maybe some like ricochet chance or something might make it actually quite yeah. decent to run. Um, who knows? Could be related to the flash stuff. It could be related to armor protection. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Something that caught my eye. Um, another thing. I'll just throw out, uh, they adjusted player spawns on customs. Oh, yes, I did see that. I don't know what that means, but hopefully yeah. it means they fix the stuff around Big Red because yeah, I do think those are a bit, a bit crazy. But I mean, the problem is they have to be so careful with fixing or changing the player spawns just because mm-hmm. people kind of run to the same places, right? People run to Krakows, they run yeah. to dorms. So they have to be kind of mindful about the distances to those locations and making it and it's it's hard it is it's, it's not easy yeah because you don't want to just put someone like right there right um right it just makes it kind of too easy to just like sprint in and grab stuff and then run away but unless the map's called reserve and you spawn yeah and big server yeah. <laughs> i'm surprised they did that change because that was just kind of like oh well let me go ahead and shove this military <laughs> transmitter at my butt real quick <laughs> <laughs> so i wonder if they're doing anything like that I but don't know. You could do. I will say, if the game ever hits dynamic loot spawns, is it a bad thing if you spawn in dorms or in crack house or in stronghold? Yeah, then it's not too bad. Then it doesn't matter. It only matters right. at the moment because of the the way that like certain items spawn in particular places. Because I still think even with dynamic loot, right, you have kind of like low tier, mid tier, high tier, that kind of thing. But if they're like more spread yeah. out across the map, then it matters a lot less. You could have people spawn in like construction. Or like elbow mm. or whatever, right? And it would be okay. Although they can kind of take up defensive positions, I suppose. But I don't know. I feel like they should just add loads more spawn points and have them conditional on each other. So it's like if someone spawns here, you can't yeah. spawn within a certain radius. And blah, yeah, blah. So, for sure. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what it means. We'll see where people end up going, and uh, we won't really know until it's out. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. The one. The one thing that I put at the top of my list mm-hmm. when I was reading through was. New rounds seven six two by thirty nine M A I A P. What is this? Is this better than BP? I hope so. If it is, Probably. then that'd be quite cool because then I think that's the one. That's one piece that the seven six two AKs have been missing for a while, which is a top tier meta round. Because I mean, I've spoken about this before, and I did a video about it, and I really don't like the AK, like the AKM right now. I don't think it's very good at all. And the 103, like they were, they were just about like people use them all the time. And it's like, I, I get crap every time I say this, but they just have like, they have high recoil, low rate of fire and the rounds are like good on their own. But in the context of everything else being added, like mediocre, I just don't think that it 
is great, right? You can get unlucky and you could have, you know, have two BPs absorbed by a level five. And if you're yeah. firing at 600 RPM, that's awful, right? So like, look, it has potential to two tap people, sure. But it's like a 50% through level five and even lower through level six. And I think there's, there's kind of an element which I haven't really quantified about, about the 7.62 AKs, which is kind of like in my mind, but it's not something I ever really like, I don't ever really explain properly. Is like the higher the rate of, it's kind of like the higher the rate of fire you have, the more likely you are to actually hit someone in the head, right? So the lower rate of fire thing, if you're just shooting at thoraxes in a simulation, that's one thing, but you've got this kind of like chance to headshot, right? And it's kind of like with any decent ammo, pretty much the headshot uh, headshot will kill you. Um, and so the lower the rate of fire you get, the lower the lower the chances really that you're just going to like randomly snag a lucky headshot. And so I do think that has has an element to play. Anyway, I think I do think this is nice. This is good. This this helps with making them pack a bit more of a punch and allowing them to be seen in the end game because other than fun, people aren't really running those to be honest. Um, and yeah. I think also it would be it would be nice to give um, something like the uh, we'll see what damage it has to be honest with you. It's probably lower than than BP I would guess, but it'll give a little pu- push to the um, the SKS as well in that respect. Mm. So. I'm excited to see what that comes out as, um, and I hope it's more. I don't actually know. I had a quick look. I couldn't see anything on there. Like I'm not, I'm not a ballistics expert. I couldn't. I don't know what that stands for, and I couldn't find anything immediately that was like really obvious as to what it might be and like kind of what uh, what grade it might be, whether it sits between PS and BP. Because to be honest, there is also an argument for around to sit between those two as well, because the the jump mm-hmm. from PS to BP is actually also huge. You kind of yeah. want like a round in the middle and then another round at the end that's like the top tier but like really expensive round. So we'll see. We'll see. I hope it's I hope it's better than BP though. I hope it's like a meta round. That'd be that would excite me. Yeah, be pretty yeah. good. I think the other the other thing that I was just like, I don't even know what this is, and this sounds hilarious, is the new barter items TNT and thermite. I was like, what? I missed that. That sounds that. that sounds amazing. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're just like random bar items. I don't think you can use them or anything. But I was like, why have they added that? That makes me that makes me fearful. <laughs> makes me excited. <laughs> I know, just getting like, you know, TNT'd or something. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll see what that's about. We'll see yeah. what that's about. Um yeah what else what else what else what else of like yeah of like random things that i've noted down this is like some small quality of life stuff that will make a huge difference to the flea market the message item already purchased has been moved to notification oh 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 that's so good no more escaping out of the you know you try to buy and then it's like nope it's gone it'll be like um when when does this appear normally? So the notification when you like try to click on the part and it's not compatible or something, oh, and it comes like up on in the, the little thing and it goes right. You know, it makes that little tick yeah. noise, and you can like you can make loads yeah. of them come up if you click it loads of times. I can't remember what that actually comes up for, but anyway, I I think that's what they mean, and it'll be like that. So you try to buy it, that's and it'll good. just say items out of stock or something in the corner, which is like yeah, big 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 plus. That's very nice because um, having to you know escape out of that screen is is just crap, um, <laughs> and unnecessary. So I really like that. Um, I mean, I could just go through the list of right stuff that I that I thought was interesting. Right, these are like the things that I thought were the most the most interesting out there. Steam audio being back in and rain thirty percent quieter. That's brilliant. I was going to say that. I think yeah. people have been asking for the rain to be quieter for 
ages i didn't didn't they say like i remember seeing somewhere that like this is the sixth time rain had been <laughs> yeah, decreased in volume or like, something it's like oh my god can you i imagine? heard it i was like what yeah can you imagine going back to the original game and it's just like you go into the rain you just like take your headphones off and just like put them on the desk because you can still hear it from you know from above your keyboard or something so it's just pure static yeah <laughs> exactly so i think that would be nice like hopefully this will be enough that it's in a good place because i actually don't find rain yeah. too bad at the moment but i had a really busy week when it was raining non-stop and didn't really play so it didn't really affect me as much as some other people but i do find it's like very slightly too loud like i can't have my game at the same volume as i would normally because when i finish i have some kind of like small tinnitus kind of effect after yeah, see, that like is a ringing. problem for sure that yeah. is a problem so i think this is good i always turn my volume down um when when the rain's on and so 30 percent is probably about the amount that i turn it down by um which yeah should be good and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and with the addition of steam audio coming back i really liked mm-hmm. steam audio when it came in same and so i'm looking forward to that um i remember at the beginning it kind of had like grenades were busted and stuff you couldn't they were like directionless but they fixed it after a bit and then took it away mm. um and then i was very sad so hopefully it comes back the way it was and it's going to get even better um and then i think like yeah I, I saw some some stuff about like the future patches that they're going to be doing the revamp of the sound and all this kind of stuff which is like those important elements that they've got planned for the future which is like that's fine right they need to fix their stairs audio and and a few other other bits and pieces of like localization and, and that kind of thing which i guess will go hand in hand with steam audios part two and three i guess because this is a, this is only steam audio one right that we've got at the moment there's like other stuff that they can put in later um which is going to make it even better like more occlusion and that kind of thing so we'll see yeah. I'm, I'm excited it should be should be fun it should should be fun um next one bots not spawning in horde mode on factory i i actually find that really annoying you know what <laughs> i was trying to get footage of scav boss on customs in offline mode and i could not get any scavs to spawn huh like i tried as I did as online, you know, difficulty as online, enable scav boss, zero scavs. I went everywhere. Gave me, like, really? No scavs. Then I did, yep. And then I did um, horde amount and zero scavs. So some, something's bugged with offline. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know about the but only on board factory is broken. So you have to put them mm-hmm. on high. Otherwise, none spawn on factory at all if you put it on horde mode. So. High is like high is still enough, but yeah, I mean, there's the scavs on offline. I think they should auto spawn if you click um, enable bosses. I think they auto spawn is like 100% chance of them spawning in offline, I believe. Yeah, for testing purposes, but I, I couldn't get any, yeah, scavs weird. at all. That's weird. Is, I haven't, um, yeah. I only ever play offline modes on, on factory normally just because it's like the fastest map to load and yeah. I'm usually testing something. Um, so that is interesting. I didn't notice that because I haven't actually tried to load into any other places, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's clearly on their radar as something that that needs to be repaired i did like i always wonder like how does something like that go wrong how does that even break yeah it's my hunch would be when they did those patches where it's like we're you know making custom spawn like interchange ai i don't know if you remember that oh yeah but that's, as far as factory true, goes i, I don't know right yeah it's probably something I actually, and spaghetti code yeah exactly i i only do i on factory because horde is just like 
30 frames a second it's just like high is pretty bad but yeah horde is really bad it's insane and it's funny it's just it's mental yeah. they're like piling up outside the door and stuff it's like it's it's nuts it's nuts i love it it's super super funny <laughs> um speaking of ai changes mm. did you see that list that's that actually comprehensive list that is actually next AI? on the list that's actually next yeah. on my list so bots can't bots can't see as as well they shoot less accurately on the move. Slowed reaction times. Detection radius decreased. Can't shoot in prone anymore. And like worse vision through through bushes or something. I was like, man, that sounds like a pretty across the board nerf to scavs in general. We'll see. Maybe they will take it too far. I don't know. Because it sounds like they've nerfed everything. Some stuff I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Can't shoot in while they're going prone. That's kind of fair enough, right? You see, everyone's seen enough <laughs> clips of, the, of raiders who like do a three sixty spin and then like they're lying down and then boom, yeah. headshot somebody from you know halfway across reserve. That's that's definitely happened. But yeah, shooting less accurate on the move, that's fine. I, I wish they just put like a bit more kind of animations in so that they sort of run to cover and then fire from there and then like you know run run to the player because they still kind of do that like weird crab walk and like circle around you firing. Which have you ever yeah. seen them like? Um... Just like rapidly crouch up and down. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> oh my god! So many times I'm trying to like shoot one in the head from a distance, and he's like, he's like, he's like the cover is like halfway up on his chest, right? And he's like rapidly just crouching up and down. <laughs> he's like, I've never seen that. That's he's crazy. like trolling you. I was like, what? That's super super funny. That's super funny. So, yeah, no, that that's gonna be that's gonna be good. I think that's gonna be good. Yeah. I mean, I actually yeah. don't really have a problem with scabs. I have to say. But I've seen a lot of people having issues with them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a converted face shield man these days, and so it doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. But I've I've been face shotted by buckshot before. Um, it has happened. Um, not 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 as often as like what I see people talking about. To be honest with you, but I mean they are they are pretty accurate. It is they are quite annoying. I don't. I, I, the one thing I don't really like is the slow reactions thing. I don't think they should react any that... slower to people was a bit of a red flag for me because mm-hmm. i already felt like they're not that fast right once you get once you like get adjusted to the timing you know you have like you know a second and a half or two seconds to like take them out yeah you know and it's kind of like a yeah. skill thing you know what i mean it like push, puts pressure on you you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so now i'm kind of like that one kind of worried me like how much are we talking are we talking like doubling it to like four seconds where he's like flips you off twice or something <laughs> and then <laughs> You can shoot them. Yeah, I don't really like... know because like the the times that I've used that mostly is again, it's like I'm like PVPing on factory or something, and then there's like there's mm-hmm. scabs around, and I hear that kind of what what are like noise in the background, <laughs> but I just I just keep running and like because I'm like heading for a doorway, and I'm just like right if I just keep running, I'm gonna get through before maybe he takes one shot and I get unlucky, um, and it's kind of like that timing there. It already feels like I can kind of cross the open and get through a doorway before they start firing properly especially if there's like you know a box or something nearby um and so i was like oh i don't know if that's necessary and that's why i worry that it's maybe too much because i think in the past the scavs have been like loot pinatas i think somebody called it on reddit at one point which is oh really you know it's just like they're just like wandering around with a gun and they just they can't shoot at you and they can't see you and they just don't really yeah I, you, you, it's a very fine line some I think, of the between making them dangerous yeah. and making them just like stupid yeah some of the I, I, the parts that I liked the most was like the shooting while prone or shooting while doing the prone mm-hmm. animation, yep. to be clear. Because um, if I can't do that, then why can the scab do that, you know? Yeah. So it kind of like aligns the whatever. And then 
the shooting through bushes, like they they said they improved that. Yeah. Those are not lasering you through bushes. I like that, you know, kind of like makes me feel like I'm not fighting an AI. Um, so yeah, because but that some of the other stuff, like the reaction time and their perception radius, like all of this is adding up to making me worry a little bit that they're going to be semi loopy pinatas, <laughs> like you said. Yeah, we'll have to see. Like, yeah, I, I actually, I really like the if they implement it properly. I don't know how it's going to feel, but I really like the decreased visibility, like through foliage and stuff, because like I, I absolutely hate fighting scavs, like over grassy hills and that kind of thing and i i'm sure it's not just me because you hear them you kind of know where they are but you just you just you can't see them until you really open up yourself you know you can see over the just over the grass but like you're down to your thorax is actually open right because the hard cover is like down to here and so you just end up getting taken out half the time where you just you just get pot shotted constantly it's um it's it's very annoying. So I I just completely I'm I'm so ingrained in it now. I think this is partly why I never have an issue with it is that I play around them in a very specific way, and I just don't take those angles and don't take those fights right. And so I like come back and find like an actual rock or something where it's got a very defined edge, so I can just peek over and just and take them out from there. Otherwise, I'll just kind of avoid them or just like not even engage at all because I've just done it too many times and just been and been killed. Mm-hmm. I think it's um I think it's kind of like muscle memory at this point. Um, to like not take those and not take any chances. I just don't really take any chances with scabs because like yeah. you know they're not going to go anywhere, and so you can just move around them and just like not not risk it. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe I can be more bold in the future. Who knows? Someone asked in chat, "Why shouldn't scabs react as fast as players?" And I kind of agree. I feel like they should maybe have like that's what I, I'm really worried about how low this reaction time because I kind of feel like the reaction time was in a good spot as I said earlier so, I agree unless yeah. unless they want them to be like some lore based like untrained you know oh my god I'm a scab suka bleat you know <laughs> I mean, how do I aim my gun I don't know yeah so, we'll see we'll have to test it and see exactly exactly I feel like maybe like if you want to do it like that maybe you have like the first sighting is slow mm-hmm. and then they're like then they're faster again yeah that, first that makes one. sense something along those lines because i wouldn't want them to just be slow all the time i just think it's not very good um yeah we'll see how it, we'll see how it pans out we'll see how it pans out but yeah scav For stuff sure. this kind of like neatly feeds into um is this coming in this patch or it was the next one i think there's um there's... i think it's the next one the scav karma yeah yeah that's yeah. the one after right uh 12 11 yes yeah, and so one. what they said, Fence is going to be like the main man, mm-hmm. and you're going to get rep with him by doing various <laughs> things with your scav and extracting and saving scavs or some, something along these lines. It sounded a bit nebulous, but... Fence will have loyalty levels and will sell stuff, plus cool features. In addition to that, they're t- removing Fence from the flea market. Um, hmm. I just got some some really bad notes here. <laughs> Uh, fence rep will represent scav karma. Low rep equals worse scav gear and uh, higher cooldown your scav. Um, to boost karma, you protect scav bosses, protect scavs, extract of PMCs, and I think he even said killed um, scavs who kill other scavs. Get like boost to your karma. Like what does what does protecting scav bosses mean in That's the context of this game? 
Like, unless they you, change like, it completely. Well, right now, they shoot you. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. something is going to be changed quite radically. <laughs> you... I was like, how does this even work? You're just like hiding behind a box, just like, killer, don't kill me. I'm trying to protect you. You know. That'd be quite cool, though. Can you imagine if you went in as a scav and then, you know, you have a map or something, it shows you where the scav boss is, that kind of thing. Mm. I don't know how I don't know how this is going to work, but yeah, I'm excited we'll to see. I think it's gonna be fun. You're I kind of feel like, like Chad Scav when you're like, oh yeah, I'm like, you know, level four fence, and I just spawn every, spawn it every time with a sick kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that be that that I like. Like, if I have a really high rep, am I gonna get like an SVD Scav every time or something? <laughs> like, you know, like a a thermal on my you know SV ninety eight. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That makes me want to play Scav a lot more. Yeah, because like I play Scav quite a lot at the moment, but it is just like I mean, Factory is much more freefall anyway than the other maps. But mm-hmm. we're gonna have to see what happens with that. I think it's gonna be gonna be fun. But I like that fence is becoming an actual thing. Like right now, he's just kind of a visor delivery mechanism. You know, when they're when they're broken, and that's that or uh, snag bolts for seven k ruples. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you can, yeah, 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 yeah. So. That's gonna be fun, and we're gonna see what happens with that. And I just, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. So, um, mm-hmm. was there anything else about the upcoming patch that you had noticed? Yeah, um, the last thing they put in some, uh, I have a list of chat uh, changes to the shader system. Um, I want to mm. say something about mit mapping, which I'm not savvy at all. I just know it's a thing in games. But essentially what he was saying, Nikita, was that um, reducing stress on your RAM, which Tarkov just like eats so much system RAM, it's kind of insane. So that's going to be good. And it's I think by default it's unchecked, and you have to turn it on in the settings. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. But that's always good. I like it when they optimize the game more and open it up. Is that up. some kind of... Uh new setting they're adding specifically or is that something they yeah. there already i think it was they're adding in this next patch i think it's like has to do with both shader caching and then this new i, w- I want to say mint mapping but i'm not sure if that's cor- the correct term but this new thing you can turn on essentially yeah you know? I, th- I read it in the patch notes i think i think it might be that but um i was yeah i was just like i don't really mind what it is they add but if they're improving the performances then that's always that's always nice to see i think that's the one weird thing about Tarkov because it's kind of like not like it's um you know it's not it's not really really unoptimized or anything but it seems to have quite an inconsistency between different systems you know you can have someone who's got a very average system but it works really well and some people have really good systems and it just doesn't work properly and there's a lot more you know stuttering and that kind of stuff on some people who've got great hardware so i, I think there seem there seems to be some inconsistency with it so Hopefully that kind of thing will help so that it's a bit more even across the board with mm-hmm. with everyone's machines. Um, I think For that's sure. cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, more work on that is, is always good. It's always, always good. Um, yeah, so this next one, so 1210 is going to be, you know, these few changes, a couple of bits and pieces, some nice items in there, and then all the big stuff's coming in, what, 11 and 12, right? Yeah, it kind of seemed like they moved a lot of stuff over to patch 1211. And mm. 
I want to say the same sort of happened for patch 12.9. Not as much, but it seems like they've moved a lot of stuff to 12.11. Like, I think the customizable rigs, um, for sure the weapon um, degradation system was supposed to be in this patch, but that got moved. Um, maybe even the armor hit zone box. Like, there was just a lot of stuff that they said that got moved. Um, so it's definitely like a smaller patch, a bit of a bug fix, some small content. I thought it was actually pretty interesting. I got some notes just from like the podcast itself, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. In, in what sense? Um, well, like at the start of the podcast, <laughs> I really enjoyed this. Nikita made a joke about Bitcoin and um, he was he was like, "Yes, there's no drops because money is easy to get in Tarkov right now." Because <laughs> people were asking, "It's like, is there drops in this? Like in the Twitch chat, drops? Yeah. Question mark drops?" <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, the big man, yeah. I mean, they what's that, what's that? The big man acknowledges, you know, the uh, yeah, the ridiculous state of the economy. Yeah, I was I was really glad that he did that, and it was like very tongue in cheek. So. That made me uh that made me smile. Um someone did ask, why did you ruin Tetris Parter? <laughs> and um, you know, he was kind of like, Oh god, here we go. And then he said he blamed his like his co-host, he's like, Dimitri ruined it. <laughs> and then he was like, uh he was like very stern. He was like, um, you know, we will not change anything, get used to it. Cause someone I think later someone asked the same question. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I was like kind of glad in his sternness. I mean, I don't really like, I think we said it before how, you know, the, the nerf to the trader basically just forces you to play a waiting game and not a lot of people can always play that games. And, you know, it's just kind of a, not a great band aid, but I understand why they, they did it. At least I think I do. Um, what else? Unless you got something, there is some other stuff. Yeah, I, d- I was going to take a small tangent off because of the Tetris thing, and I think that's been the catalyst for. I mean, I would go as far as to call it the you know public outcry as to the state of the economy. I think it's been the the spark that set a lot of people back off again, complaining, moaning about mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. And we had the we had a quick you know having a quick chat before about about how there's like a lot of whining going on in the talk of talk of community moment. And so Tetris now is what? It's two Tetrises and two green batteries now to do the barter. Which honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with, but just the fact that it's limited to 100 for reset, I don't, I don't, I personally haven't had an opportunity to try to get one because I don't have those items. Um, But from what I've heard, it's just like, it's not nearly impossible. Yeah. And um, this, yeah. So this is, I guess, yeah, I guess as you say, there's kind of two elements to it, right? There's the barter itself, the making it worse. And then there's the trader reset thing. And we've spoken before about the trader reset, like camping, which is, as we've said, is not an interesting mechanic. Um, and I, I still stand by that, but I can't quite work out why everyone is so upset. Is it just, is this just me? Like it literally makes, now, I mean, I know maybe I'm a special case because like looting really doesn't matter to me at all. But like, I really don't understand. Like, how many like how many people does this affect? Does this affect like a 
a lot of people well, or like i'm i'm yeah. surprised as to how mad everyone is like so many people are so upset about it maybe because there's a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon i, I don't know as well i mean i think there was um there was even a, a, a post on twitter i think uh geeks it but put a post out and someone was just like oh you mad about this change and he's just like oh no i just think it's funny i'm just kind of like jumping on it for the memes so i think there is kind of like an element of like people just kind of like messing around with it and stuff as well but it's i just i don't know because i i I wrote back on a post um a post sent out by logical solutions where he was you know saying Mm -hmm. like good or bad or you know what do people think about it yeah i think i saw that yeah and i like my take on it is just like Firstly, it doesn't do <laughs> doesn't. like it doesn't mean anything. Like, who cares mm. for a start, right? Like, oh, the te- you know Tetris is now not as worth as much. Like, does it really affect the game that much? Like, I just really don't think it does anything. But then the other half of it is like, because it doesn't affect the game so much, why did they even bother doing it? Right? It's just like kind of both See. of my questions are like, it doesn't matter, and it also doesn't matter. So why change it? You know, it's just like, what are they like? There's bigger things to think about and worry about and put changes in for. Like, why this? I don't get it. What does it do? It doesn't fix anything, right? It doesn't fix the hatchet runner because they'll still go for GPUs, and it doesn't. See, um, it doesn't fix the economy because, like, how many people are actually getting it? Well, only a hundred per thing now, apparently. But I don't know how many people are getting it before. But you know, it it really makes me wonder if this was a target change specifically to hatchet running, because, like you said, it doesn't really matter if you get gpu you know what i mean you could put it in your farm but if you're just to someone that doesn't have a farm a gpu is meaningless but a tetris oh my god dude that's like that's a meta kit for you know johnny starting out in his level 10 account mm-hmm. hatchet running so i i just i kind of wonder what the real incentive behind it was now i will say it, just a quick side note is that i part of me likes the change because now as far as like the limit of the trade you can do, because now it's like, well, now the Tetris that's found in raid, I could sell on the flea market or maybe trade with someone else for something. You know, it's not just like this mindless thing where I exchange for a Bitcoin every time. You know what I mean? But then it's like you got this not found in raid Tetris. So now you have to barter with it, or I shouldn't say you have to, but that's pretty much the only real sensible thing to do. But then they had the limit. So then it's like, that's the part I also don't like is then if, if I, I haven't experienced this yet, but if I'm in the experience man, that's going to suck just sitting there spamming F5 for 30 minutes until it resets. Cause you got to be there on time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, what were you going to say? Yeah, no, I think like, I think I've kind of answered my own question about mm-hmm. where it matters because of what you were saying there. And it's like that thing of, you know, my my initial response was, well, you can just go and get a GPU and it's fine. But it's just like, oh, the Tetris was one of the very few items where the whole finding raid system didn't matter anymore. Yeah. And so that is actually probably the answer, given that I've thought about it for a little bit, a little bit longer. And given what you said then, you've kind of like, kind of led me to the answer myself, I think, as to mm-hmm. why that, why that was a, why that was an answer. But yeah, I mean, look, it's just the same as always, right? I don't think that the trader reducing the trader down to one barter per hour or whatever that's like it's never that's that's not a good answer it just makes for bad yeah. gameplay so it's a temporary solution i understand but part of me too is kind of you know i feel like it was a very target change you know maybe it was necessary in the short term but i i, I kind of just I, i'm not a big fan of the idea overall 
Um, yeah, I can't imagine it makes much difference. It, you could replace the Tetris with anything else. It's not like the Tetris is the problem. You know, I feel like there's something deeper there. Yeah, exactly. Secure container. Um, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> well, my chat's actually saying, why didn't they just remove the ability of putting the Tetris in your container? Which is completely fair, right? And like, right. I'm of the opinion, I've been of this opinion for a long time, actually. I'm not sure whether I actually even said it on, on the podcast before, but like, I'm of the opinion that the secure container should be like a carry case of things you take in. Once you take an item out, you cannot put it back in again, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing goes in the container except in your stash. And I'm a fan of that. And I think lots of, I've seen that before from someone else as well, actually. Um, I can't remember who. I think it might have been like Dan Exert or someone. Um, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a fan of that. So it's like, it's meds, it's ammo, it's stuff you want to take in with you, but and that you want to keep safe and it's stuff that you want to use on multiple raids but you can't just you can't put anything in it once you're once you're in in raid if you take something out that's it it's gone yeah yeah we could go into that um but before we go down that road there Mm -hmm. is a couple of things i want to say more about the podcast yes definitely um so strength and endurance are getting nerfed they mentioned that how much like did they lot. say? They didn't say. If they did, I missed it. But I think that's good because this wipe has been super easy to level strength with like uh strength and endurance of like the hideout bonuses. Um they lowered they made they made the they made your weight um that you could carry before you got overweighted or over encumbered lower, so it was easier to level strength earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mean, yeah, just the meta of just like power leveling strength is I feel like it's just been very prevalent. Like I've killed guys and loot their backpacks, and it's just it's like oh my god, they got a full backpack, and it's just all shotgun shells because <laughs> they're you know they're they're power leveling. Like I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah, I mean I've done it before. So they're uh, and and yeah, we I I personally feel like the max elite perks are just too strong, way too Agreed. strong. The, the jump from level 50-51 is just kind of insane. Um, so I, I, we'll see what these nerfs are like. I'm glad that's happening. Um, there was a new Hemo and a new IFAC. Oh, which yeah. Which is kind of interesting. It to the IFAC, is it called the AFAC, right? And it's like going to be I don't know. more health, it seems. I don't know. What's the new Hemo yeah. for? I actually couldn't, I couldn't figure out what that was. He said it was a faster Hemo. I don't know if that means like application, use time. Hill time, stopping the bleed. I don't know. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, we'll um, see what that one's about. I don't know. I couldn't actually work it out from what I read so far as to what that will be. Um, yeah. But yeah, this new AFAC has got like 400 HP apparently. I did see that briefly, yeah. Um, so another interesting thing that I saw that they were talking about was BSG's works closely with tournament events like Evasion, and there's a Twitch Rivals coming in this spring. And drops will be coming with these events. Uh, yeah. So they got like Evasion Tournament, um, Punisher Tournament, Twitch Drops, and yeah, he said he was working closely with them. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see what that's like. And I think it makes sense because it's going to be a big event. It's community-driven. It's going to get people in- engaged. It's sort of like free advertisement yeah. for the game for them. So like, then you got drops stacked on top. Um, but yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. We're going to see how they do Twitch rivals again. I don't know. Yes, for sure, for sure. Because I think the last one was a bit of a 
It's okay. I just find show. it kind of like yeah. I mean, we we spoke about this for Shifty, but I just find them. I just find them a little bit dull compared to the other tournaments. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they do it. I've got my got my good old the production band though. So you know, it's all it's all good. Oh yeah, Twitch rivals armband <laughs> representing. Um. Yes, Nikita hopes that by the end of this year, he will be able to know the exact release date for EFT. Ooh. Um. That was interesting to hear him say that because. That to me, because the path that they were saying right now, as far as maps is concerned, was factory expansion, lighthouse, and then streets, mm-hmm. um, which then leaves terminal, which I think terminal is like the end game story for their story driven quest line. Yeah. Um, which is like how you beat the game. So that's all very interesting to me. Yes. That's, um, that sounds we'll quite see cool. If that's the case, if they can, you know, patch, I think he said patch 13, he wants to be like, if they can get patch 13 out by the end of this year, because it's going to have like the most features in it that will put them on track for, uh, you know, points or 1.0. So awesome. It's cool that he's thinking about 1.0. That's exciting to know that he's like, it's even on the yeah. horizon, you know, that it's like, it's yeah. in his brain somewhere that this game might actually get released. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure it has to. Like, they, they got, you know... I mean, I'm sure they really want to get it over with, you know? Because it's I'm been, sure. what, four years in the making? I'm sure they do. Yeah, it's been I mean, a long I feel time. like they... Yeah. You know, I was going to say, we'll is see. it only four? I'm not actually sure, but... Let's, um, I think so. Yeah, maybe it's... maybe it's Yeah, four or five, I think. Actually, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think we're coming up on five. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah. As a complete random aside, given that you mentioned Terminal, did you watch the raid series yet? Have you watched no, them? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, go on, you got to watch it because it finishes in Terminal. It's sick. I haven't even watched Dota Two uh, Dragon Blood. Oh, no, I have. No, I haven't watched that. It's fine. But the raids been yeah. out for ages. They've been out for ages. You need I to watch know, them. I know. I just. Them. I. Yeah. I don't really do Netflix anymore, but yeah. That's like we'll they're really short. I said. I said to you last time they're really short. So yeah. You can like you get the whole series done in like an hour. It's definitely worth it, hundred percent worth I it. Know, I know, I tell you every time, it's super worth it. I'm too, I'm too sucked into GTA RP. That's why. <laughs> so I start like a, a weekly reminder to watch the raid on this podcast every time. It's like anyone who hasn't watched the raid, go and watch the raid series, and all the viewers and all the listeners. Anyone who's listening, oh, go and watch the raid series. It's fantastic. Don't you'll make me look bad. <laughs> We'll get to it one day. Yeah. One day. Um, there was some more stuff, I think, but uh hold on, I feel like I'm missing something pretty important. Um we didn't really talk much about the scav boss, but uh the factory scav boss, it looks like he's gonna they showed like an animation of some dude with a sledgehammer just like bashing the ground. So I thought mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I'm pretty Excited for that. <laughs> um, is that coming in the next one? Is factory expansion coming in twelve ten? Factory expansion is going to be a 12, side 11. patch. So, like in like the next two three weeks, it's going to be like factory expansion. Yeah, and they're not. Yeah, they're not wiping for any of this, are they? So the the big wipe's probably going to come. I think we got another three months, four months. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. 
I'm also going to be maybe the lighthouse patch? Probably. I would think. Right. Because it's not streets. Because streets is kind of too far I think it would have to be... I would prefer them to have, like, a major new system added with the wipe. Like, for example, armor plates. Yeah. Armor hit hit zone. Something like that. That would be nice. Because that makes the most sense to me. That would be nice. Um, You know, or, like, some economy thing going on that we could test mm. which reminds me if the game wipes we're gonna have access to all that bp and the right all those aks and stuff well the gifts the holiday gift yeah, yeah. okay yeah. i think so. i think i'm gonna delete mine <laughs> i don't know we'll see <laughs> i'm gonna be stubborn all right the other the last thing i wanted to say was they talked about networking and entity take up the most time to work on um which makes sense to me. Those are probably the two. I mean, I can only imagine how much they're working on that. And he even went into detail um, about how some of these countries are trying to get servers on, but because the market is so low, like the competition, um, there's sort of like a mini monopoly and they charge way, they like overprice their servers and the servers are really bad. Like the infrastructure really? is really bad. So they're like, yeah, someone was like, hey, can you find me a, like, can you get servers in whatever country? And he was like, mm. if you can find me a, you know, good service provider, send it to me. <laughs> um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I never yeah. really considered, like, if I lived in, like, some other country outside of the U.S. or whatever. So. Um, yeah, where were they talking from? Was that, like, like you know. <sighs> Brazil or something, or I think yeah, I can't right. remember. It was yeah. somewhere in the Middle East. I can't remember. Mm. Um, another thing that I just saw: they wanted the market to be unpredictable as possible with human interaction, and they want to make the traders as human as possible. Um, so yeah. we'll we'll see how it all pans out. We will see. I agree on that. I want them to do more in-game things. It doesn't even need to be economy tests or like big shocks. It just needs to be like certain supply squeezes and that kind of thing. You want to yeah. simulate the real market. That kind of stuff happens yeah. in the real market. Um, some of it's like human-based. Like some of the most fun stories I have about the flea market is stuff just going wild because you know, like the price drops quite crazy because like some there's some disturbance in in the flea market because like they give out a load of BP for free and that kind of thing. Um, and that's that stuff's interesting, you know. It means that things aren't stable, and you should, and nothing should ever really be risk-free, in my opinion. In EFT, there should always be some kind of like, yeah, pros and cons between it. I've like, I was, I've been brainstorming all sorts of stuff recently, like th- almost things like you know, you have kind of like a hideout, like net worth or something, and it's just like the higher your net worth is, the more likely are you just going to get raided by scabs, like when you're out. That's interesting. And you come back and like I... stolen a graphics card or something, you're like, God damn it! I literally had a um, YouTube comment. Like with this guy, I think it was actually on our yeah, it was on our um, the show we did with Airwing. Ah, someone left a comment and they were like, "Hey, I really enjoy the show, blah blah blah." And here's my idea <laughs> of how they could like do this cool feature where when you have like your you know generator on your high like all your GPUs running, mm-hmm. you have like a X percent chance of getting raided by scavs, and you know if you're not there to defend. Because you can basically like play in the hideout, you know, it's like this whole yeah. playable space. If you're not there to defend, then like maybe they'll steal some of your loot or you know some of your things. But if you like cut the fuel off at night, then it lowers the percentage by a little bit. 
And the less graphic cards you have, like the lower the percentage of you getting rated. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool way to like balance, like add some like gameplay element while balancing out the whole issue with the infinite money printing machine that the Bitcoin farm is. <laughs> Can you imagine just like being in the hideout though, looking at like the front door, just like nailing scabs <laughs> as they like run in. You're just like, oh, not my precious cards. Get out. Dun, dun, dun. FBI open. <laughs> yeah. So gumbly out. Just there with a drum mag of like, you know, PS or whatever, just like get out of here. PPS. PPSH. <laughs> exactly. So they're like pouring in. You're just like, I've got level three security. You're never getting in. They're like on that camera. Have you ever seen the camera at the front door? There's like the dead body in the stairwell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's there's some cool ideas. Yeah. There's some cool ideas. But yeah, nothing should sure. ever be risk free. I think it there needs to be yeah, more absolutely. jeopardy for top level players. It's um too easy to anything that's like I think adds risk reward to the game i'm just like i'm all for you know i'm all for 100 percent. there's so many different avenues they could go they, i just you know yeah i'll just say that <laughs> exactly yeah yeah chad's saying pestley mentioned the gp durability is coming yeah yeah I think, that's where i heard it from before, right and um yeah pestley says it's coming hopefully it's coming i think it should come honestly I think it makes sense. It makes sense. I don't see why not. I feel like more things in the hideout should be durability based. Yeah. You know, this it makes it I makes think, sense. I think everything should be durability based. Actually we spoke about this with yeah, Ellen that one time, right? I think every component part in the weapon should have durability as well and wear out and you need to change your barrels and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. Question though, and I don't know the mm-hmm. answer to this. And I guess it kind of depends on what the durability is on these things. Will this make the, pr- the price of graphics cards go up or down? Because there's going to be a lot more people buying them. Well, see, it's like there's like so many ways they could do it because you could take a broken GPU and you could like then disassemble it like and craft circuit boards and, you know, P- PSU fans and a, a Vertex or whatever. Or you could, you know have like a menu that a UI that pops up and it's like this part is 80% pristine affecting the overall de- durability. This part is like 20% pristine affecting the overall durability or like the efficiency of the graphics card. Mm. Then you could like, you know what I mean? You swap out like, Oh, I'm going to go on the market and buy a CPU, but then it's like listed by its Dur- durability. Like, yeah. yeah. So then you have That's like such nice. a more like deep and diverse market there. That's good, yeah. And your so your GPU would kind of like, yeah, exactly. It would perform in line with its like durability kind of thing. So it like slowly degrades yeah, and it gives you less as it goes along. Yeah. So it's like there's so many different ways they That's can neat. do it. That's neat. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea because I really like the same idea for weapon parts too. And I think it adds this kind of like because I was thinking about this again, which is the the RPG element, which is it's what makes Tarkov what it is it's and it's also the cause of most of its issues in terms of game structure anyway like we're not talking about you know desync or any of the other stuff because that's like that could happen to any game and Tarkov could not have it right or it could be much much better if it had a different system so that's that's separate but just in terms of like game structure the reason why it gets you know you they're trying to like make this balance between new players feeling like it's impossible and high level players feeling that they're actually getting rewarded mm-hmm. Um, for for playing the game and having a high level kit, because yeah, you know, if you made armor completely useless and 
um, all the guns met like laser beams, then it wouldn't it wouldn't make any difference, and the RPG element's gone. So trying to make and and I think like also the interesting thing is that like most RPG games are PVE first and then PVP second, whereas Tarkov's the other way around. So it's PVP, yeah, it's kind of PVP true. first. Like PVE is like it's just it's just there, but Tarkov really is a PVP game, and so trying to balance that it's like the reason why it's so frustrating i think in a lot of ways and it's like mm. yeah, it's both it's both it's kind of like sort of its most appealing feature as well as its biggest problem it causes all of these issues because yeah you're trying to balance these things you know the most could one shot and then they increase the health the, the thorax health and then they introduce the ks23 and every single chad reads in on twitter for like three weeks non-stop um which i i had actually made a note about that to speak about but i mean we'll, we'll see if we get time but um i think like one the one gameplay loop that eft is missing um is you take like an rpg where you're doing like a boss for drops and you know there's a chance of dropping a particular item and there's a chance of dropping an item with a particular set of stats on it because there's like a ra- you know random range of stats you know strength 6 to 12 and you know magic damage 6 to 12 and you might get a 6 6 which is just crap and there's a 12 12 which is like the perfect one which sells for like you know billions on the on the marketplace depends, depends what it is really but like tarkov's kind of missing that because there's no there's no um differentiation between any of the pieces and that's why i think it would work quite well for as you say for gpus and then also for weapon parts like imagine from the weapon you know from the traders you you add like well, imagine you just add like a new variable quality on everything so then it's mm-hmm. not necessarily durability like durability can be its own thing can stay the way it was before because what we're really talking about is is quality so gpus have a quality or the weapons parts have a quality and like the stuff maybe you get from the traders is like, you know, it's fifty percent at most. And to get something that's got like a high quality on it, it has to come from from the raid. And so it kind of incentivizes you to go and loot. And then but those but those parts degrade over time, so you can't just keep them forever. Um and there's that that kind of like makes you want to do the game loop. And it's like, well, maybe I don't know, certain boxes are guarded by the bosses and they they can have like the those kind of items, you get like a chance of getting a, you know, ninety-nine percent quality item and um, I, I don't know there's those kind of like just that one thing yeah. i was thinking but it's kind of like what what drives people in normal rpgs to just go and run the same bosses over and over and over and over and over again it's like you know super super rare loot jobs and this kind of like quality factor on some things like i I normally draw my experience from diablo because that's where i um that's the mm-hmm. kind of the rpg i probably know the best and that's yeah people do run for the same item over and over what is it did when i used to play um because of this like this variability and people would be like looking for kind of like you know the perfect stat drops for those particular items and those seem to be very valuable and it incentivizes people to go and actually do it over and over again um but i don't think there's anything there's nothing that's like scarce enough because you've got that issue is because devil is like kind of this is sort of coming back to what i was saying at the start right it's because devil is kind of pve it doesn't really matter if your character i mean it's a matter if your character's like overpowered so to speak because you're only fighting against monster enemies most of the time anyway right doggo has to play it a little bit more carefully um you don't want like a super super well i don't know do you do you want a super super rare loot spawn drop that's like makes you kind of op i don't know maybe maybe you do maybe that's okay if it's like rare enough and it's not on the flea market or anything and you'd only get it if you you know found it in raid on somebody and it means you couldn't run them all the time because you like disconnected it from the fleet somehow. I like I'm I'm really I'm really becoming I'm sort of this is a bit of a stream of consciousness here, but I'm like really becoming a believer that like the top level items, you need to somehow extract them out of the flea market. You can't you can't you just can't have them being bought. They need to be dropped in world somewhere, somewhere that's kind of like risky to go and is difficult to actually do. But 
you can't just buy them because that's actually the problem. You need to disconnect the Chad money supply from the gear. That's the only way that you fix this and actually make it make it better. And that's why people say just remove the fleet again. Well, you need so you just you need to make it so that the you can't just buy the gear sets from the fleet because it doesn't matter what you do to the economy. Some people or a lot of endgame players will just have infinite cash. So it doesn't matter if they just go to the fleet and buy a slick and a better HK every single time. So you either need to make the prices like outrageous, like insane. So they're not even like, it's just not even possible to, to purchase, but that's just kind of, that doesn't really seem to work in my mind. The only way to do it is to make people actually go and find these things themselves. So if you want to use it, you have to go and find it, especially if it's top tier. You can't just like use the marketplace to, to buy stuff. And I, I'm, I don't, I'm like, this is why people say this, this is the reason why people say remove the flea market and yeah remove the top level stuff off the traders it's so that high level people can't can't do this stuff and that's that is the reason so you need to somehow disconnect these items from the chad players so that their infinite piles of money can't just be right. implemented on loop to purchase these top level items and run them continuously because what they're doing i think this is kind of partly in the crashed video right it was about the players who are using the hideout to make endgame ammo which they would never buy and then they go into raid and they get killed by the person who bought it you know what i mean that that kind of like philosophy it's kind of like the the top level players like farm the low level players in terms of the items like you on your own you would never find enough slicks to run them every raid as an individual right there's a small portion of the player base that's running slicks every raid and they're using the slicks of the entire player base that get put on the flea to run their raids with them. For example, because most players who pick one up will sell it because it's so much money. You know what I mean? You have 10 players farming items. Yeah, you have 10 players farming items. One of those players is a Chad player who's, who's buying the items of the other 10. And these are the nine people. The other nine guys are like just selling stuff to try and get by. You know what I mean? Six mm-hmm. is a bad example because of the barter. That's another thing that should be removed. That barter is way too cheap. But that's another story. <laughs> Don't nerf my barter, Nikita, please. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a ramble rant. But I'm still like I'm sort yeah. of I'm sort of getting there mentally. I think. But yeah, I wanted to like, you know, kind of go with your thought process here. I mean, like, like me personally anecdotal is that i this wipe i pretty much only ran slicks and ac a whatever the classified rig that you can borrow yeah, the Alzheimer one, yeah. so if i find a slick in raid that has the found in raid check mark box mm. i'm gonna sell it yes because i can barter for it and get it for half the price it's going on the flea market for yeah if i kill someone and they have a slick i'm gonna take it bring it out repair it and use mm-hmm. it it, it it has the it has value in it, but I can't exchange that for cash. I mean, I can, but it's not as much as I would get if it had that one little check mark on it. So, to your point uh, from earlier, um, when it comes, cash is king in Tarkov. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you made the incentive to not just convert everything to cash um by some like maybe like i don't know found in ray barters for example um 
I think it's then cool. you diversify your what like what's valuable, I guess. It's yeah. like literally you can just it doesn't matter what you loot, you can just turn that into cash and get whatever you want because the flea market basically interconnects everyone, you yes. know. It's not necessarily that the flea market's the issue, you know what I mean? I mean, in some ways, maybe a bit because there is it literally is just like Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, it's too efficient. Yeah. The flea market is too efficient at right. getting people what they want. Like there's kind of no risk to it. There's not it's not like I and I just I hate to keep going here to like an open world example, but it's not like that I have to travel somewhere, you know, and then buy the thing and then take it and transport it back to yeah. a location, you know. It's just kinda like I click and I buy what I want, you know. Yes. But it's like there's no like have you ever done a barter on the flea market that's not a trader, for example? Today. I did my first What did you one. what did you barter for? I bartered and I don't even know why I bothered. Let's <laughs> I don't even <laughs> why I did it. I saw it and just did it because I felt like I wanted to. Because I've never done one before, really. I bartered yeah. one scav backpack for two ratnik helmets. Today. That seems like a really good barter. For me. Wait, yes. you you gave, I away, gave away yeah, one yeah. scav backpack and got two And you got two yeah, that seems like a good barter. Six B forty seven helmets, yeah. I don't know why they did that. That seems like a and that's where I feel like it's literally just a noob trap. It's either you're bartering, you're the guy losing on the barter, or you're the guy winning on the barter, which is like what ninety percent of the barters are, yeah. in my opinion, on the flea market is bad trades for yeah. you the Yeah. Pretty much. So it's like <laughs> if they ever got to a state where cash wasn't king then it would be like, hey, I'm, you know, level one and I'm here in my progression. I really value this thing. Whereas like some other guy, hey, I'm level 40 and I really value this thing, you know, but these two guys value different things so they can do an exchange of goods to get the things they both value. So it's kind of like a win-win, you know, maybe the thing that the level 40 guy wants the level 10 guy doesn't really have any need for it, you know. Sure, it's valuable, but as of right now in his progression, he doesn't need it. You follow me? Yeah, it's like, and you know, PSU or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. It could be whatever, you know. Yeah. But maybe he really needs that cane of Tershanka, you know, <laughs> so like... Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of like went through like a logical thought process as well about like, okay, mm -hmm. well, what happens if you just like make the entire system for, like, don't remove the fleet, but just make it only barters, for example. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like thought about what might happen here. And I think we actually mm -hmm. did see an example at the end of last wipe. And, I, and it was around items that have, you know, things like red rebels and stuff that have like really, really high flea market fees. We actually kind of saw a glimpse of this already previously, which is where items start getting used as intermediary items and what you end up with is actually like quite interesting is you end up reinventing cash in the form of something else like because it disappeared yeah. disappeared previously with um with the al yonka sugars if you remember uh when you could relist everything back on the fleet this is like the very mm -hmm. final stages of the white before the finding raid system got put in place and people were yeah. using al yonka sugars as a me as a medium of exchange it kind of came its own currency because yeah people were listing stuff for alyonka and then 
relisting the thing that they wanted for Al Yonker because the game thought that Al Yonkers were only worth 100 or whatever. And so it meant that the, the fee was really low. And so Al Yonker actually became for really high and expensive valuable items like graphics cards and, um, and Red Rebels and that kind of thing. It actually, like, hmm. Al Yonkers was actually like the preferable it, currency. It became a new, it kind of became yeah, a new currency for those sort of items. But it only works if you can relist, right? The finding raid system breaks it because. Um, because you can't relist them if you trade them for Al Yonkers in the first place. You need to be able to use mm-hmm. them to trade them to somebody else. But it's quite funny. It's kind of like, you know, you try to... I feel like if you're going to make it barters only... I mean, maybe you do make it... Like, if it's finding raid barters only, I, do, I just think you kill the liquidity of the flea market completely. I just feel like it's then too difficult to find anything that actually ever trades. Maybe that's good. I don't know. I've, I feel like it kind of remo- It just destroys the flea so much that it's then not really worth it because it's so hard. Like right now it's so hard to find any good barters, but I guess if there was no alternative and there was no cash market to look at, then it wouldn't necessarily be good barters, bad barters, that kind of thing. Um, maybe it would work. Maybe a barter only flea with the finding raid requirement on it would, would work. I don't know. But would it work? Would it though? Would it though? Because people would need think... exactly, you would both need exactly what each other people needs. Otherwise. Yeah. I think you have to like, work. and you couldn't even cash... step through it. Right. Because the first thing you cash... get, you can't relist. <laughs> Say it again. The like the first, the first item that you say, you go like, "Oh well, I want a a rig, mm-hmm. and this guy wants a GPU, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. He I doesn't don't know, want the rig. Yeah, but he doesn't want the rig. But this guy wants a rig, and so I can like do some side barter and then come back and give it to the first guy. Yeah, but you need to be able to like relist the items. Like the finding raid thing breaks it because you can you can't do that kind of chain." But then having the final raid thing just means that people will just replace cash with another item. So maybe you do need it. Maybe you need it as that, that restriction. I I just feel like if they could the the if they could just devalue cash a bit, that they think that would just bring it a little bit more in check. Because it's just right now, just the whole concept of bartering is just like it's broken, right? It's broken. I think the trader barters need to get like for the start. Trader barters need to be much better value. They need to be like twice the the value that they are now and it should mm-hmm. be finding raid items only in my opinion mm-hmm. i think that fixes all the bartering system with the traders because at the moment like you only do the barter because you have the level and then it's cheaper than the fleet that's the only reason why you'd mm-hmm. ever do it and you've got this weird two-stage economy that you were just talking about right you find an item that you can barter for you sell it and then you do the barter if you actually want to use the item mm-hmm. it's, it's it's pointless otherwise but yeah if it's finding raid barters only then you make them really good value and then it right. gives more, you know, emphasis to looting and getting items. And it gives you a reason to actually do that stuff. And then it's not just like my entire loot pool can just be liquidated for cash. And then I will then go and purchase any anything that I want. It's like, yeah. oh, well, this item is useful for this barter. And this item is useful for this barter. And this item is useful for this barter. And it's like a lot more, right. you know. It's a lot more interesting. So you're kind of like yeah. making cash not as valuable. Yeah, you're because you of... can't buy those items with cash, or if you, or you can, but it's like much more expensive. Yeah, or something like that. Maybe you can't even buy them like that. You know, maybe you can't buy them with cash. Maybe that's what you do with the traders. You just take the top level stuff and you make them all barters only. But see, I almost think that let's just say traders didn't. Let's say you couldn't sell to traders, for example, hmm. right? So then that would make any barter item, you know, 
kind of have its own value on the flea market based off people's perception. So then if like a vase was worth, you could trade a vase for like a DVL, right? Yeah. Would a vase, what would the price of a vase be? You know, would it be the price of a DVL in that situation? Probably, Probably, I would think. Probably, yes. Reasonably. Yeah. But that really doesn't really solve anything. So you would, you just, I don't know. There's got to be some, some like tradeability there. Some trade-off. I think it really is just the flea market. It's just, you just exchange anything for cash. Yeah, but what we're saying right though, the, but the but when you buy, when you buy that item off the flea, it's no longer finding rates. So you couldn't use it for the barter. True, you true. see, that's the, really the key there. And that's the key. Yeah, I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's there's. Good. I really wasn't conscientious of this, but because I was kind of a Debbie Downer when it came to the foundry system, because mm-hmm. I was like really excited for it. And then I was like, you know what, this because I sort of had like this perception of like, oh yeah, it's going to stop hatchet running, and this is the solution. It's going to fix the economy, and it really hasn't done. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, someone's enlightened me, and there's the founding raid system, like that. There's like so many things they can extrapolate out from that to add other systems to sort of do other very cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like what other flags? Yes, because now you have, you know, you could you could have like something that indicates where you got this, like how you got it. You know, like just as an example, like I think even Veritas said something like this: like, say Prapper wants shotguns, right? Hmm. Instead of saying like they have to be found in a raid, what if there was like it had like a source, like where that came from? That came from a scav on the map customs you know yeah and that was like a part of his quest like hey i want you specifically to get a shotgun from a scav and customs you know what i mean yeah so each item kind of got like a a metadata with it it's not just like yeah yeah very simplistic flags that we have right now but it's kind of got like a bit more of the history of of the uh of the item right and that could like expand out outside of the quest system that could be in like a barter system, perhaps, you know? Like, hey, I want specifically a vase found inside a safe on the map shoreline <laughs> or in the cottage, you know? So you get a vase in the cottage, like, oh my god, I can go get this a therapist and she's going to give me 20,000 GPUs or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I see. I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. There's just, there's, there's so much they could do with it. There's... Uh, so yeah, that's got potential. That's got potential. Like, yeah, I I can't think of like any specific things like right this second as to why what that would be good for. But there's it's like the scope is so wide that it's definitely good for something. Right, right. <laughs> there's definitely, I, th- I think they're going to move somewhere in that direction. I don't know. It's tough too because then you like put in the equation, the game in the future. You know, one point mm. Like something that I thought about, I didn't really get to say is like when they have 1.0, are we going to like for me, if it doesn't have any open world elements, I'm going to feel really burned by BSG because they need to go on the website and take that out of the (laughs) fucking title. If they release a game about any open world, I don't care how basic it is. All right. But you cannot have a map there and then call that open world like a visual map. (laughs) Like, yep, 
it's all connected it's all over the world <laughs> yeah yeah i i think that the way it's going to go to start with is just like more restrictions that you can only go from one map to the next map via you know you, you can only go to the neighboring maps to begin with and i still think it'll be raid based i don't think they'll ever get away from like it fully being raid based to be honest with you i just can't mm-hmm. see how but i think it might be you know you have to go from map to map but, but i like the map's not it's not even there enough I don't think to actually not be, you know, kind of each map will connect to like two or three others, kind of thing. Is my is the way I think it is at the moment because, but there's there's not enough there's like not enough maps. I guess they're adding like two more for sure, so maybe it'll be okay oh. then. But I'm just saying like right now, obviously you can go to any map. Whereas I think the way that they'll do it is saying you're in customs and you finished a raid there. Now you can go to here or here or something. It's kind of what I think as well, which is fine. Like I'm, it's yeah. fine. It's fine, so maybe they've got better. Plans. It's just it's it's so, so complicated, man. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you, it's just like it all plays into the loot economy, the the economy as a whole, the Tarkov experience. I mean, it all it's all very complex, you exactly. know. Exactly, and you change one you thing, change you one change little thing, and it's mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Someone said zone based suede open world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good descriptor just before we wrap up what do you think about the ks23 yeah. i man this is such a i honestly do not encounter much and i tried one stream i was just like you know what just for fun i wanted to like get some footage for reserve because i hate d2 i learned my lesson going there hmm. um and so yeah i was like you know what let me just do some ks23 runs and i absolutely suck with it dude like i mean it's just like the one time i was like crouch walking and the guy was coming to me and i had the shot on him in his legs i shot in between his legs dude i hit him five <laughs> times and it wasn't enough to kill him and he just vector sprays full autos me down like okay well but at the same time is like it just kind of sucks because when i even if I kill the guy with the KS23 and I loot him, it's like zero value to me because I can't sell it on the flea market, right? Yeah. I can only vendor it and it's, again, cash is king. It doesn't, it's not worth the slots it takes up to vendor it. Exactly. But what's interesting is if you go on the flea market and look at it, I haven't looked at it recently unless it's changed, but last time I looked, the KS23 sells for like 145k on the flea market. Yeah. So it's like it's like valuable because you can only buy two per reset or three per reset or something from the trader. And people want it because it's like one of the very few guns that's cheap from the trader and has a chance to kill Giga Chads, Juggernauts, right? So it makes you competitive. But then it's like it's like aiming for the legs, which is like just like kind of a weird thing for me yeah. personally to like be accustomed to in like a shooter game. And it's like it's a close range gun, so it's like kind of got like some tactical depth to it. But like I almost just like then like it's like frustrating to me to like a Mosin just cannot kill a hatchet runner in the chest. I'm like, man, I'm I'm really starting to miss the Mosin days now that I think about it. I don't know. I'm I, is it OP? I personally don't run into it a lot, so I don't really know. And I tried using it, and like I said, I kind of just suck with it because <laughs> it's a very different play style. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I'm not, and I'm not in the space where i'm like i feel like i have to you know take my time and it's like it doesn't matter if i die you yeah. know i can just i yeah. just chase shots like a 
dummy. So I, don't know. <laughs> I think that's a good summary. I actually think that's a good summary because I don't run into it that much either. I've been killed by it a few times on factory and mm-hmm. that's kind of like fair enough, but I don't, I don't run into it that much. I've killed people with it. I've been killed by people with it. Um, probably kill more people with the one one of the biggest issues with it is that when you get hit by it even if you don't die you are like your legs are stumps <laughs> and your whole yeah. body is just like destroyed. does a lot of damage does a ridiculous amount of damage now i had a really irritating fight on stream this is mm-hmm. this is actually when i quit playing interchange on stream like for real because um, <clears throat> i was like this is not going well i had a fight i was really geared as well right so i was mm-hmm. i was like meta m1a and I fought a guy wearing basically nothing and this KS-23. And we had a fight at a probably 25 meters, I would say, something like that. And every time I appeared, he just like, you know, blew one of his shots off and blacked one of my limbs. And I was like, at the beginning, I didn't know what I was fighting against. It was very confusing. And then the second time, I was just like, oh, this is so annoying. And the guy was just like quick peeking out just like blasting a shot off and like any of them that clip me i just like get a black limb i was like this is so irritating like i i, I should probably have just like been much more aggressive because like he couldn't have got through my armor with it which is kind of the kind of the point but i was like super messed up like really quick i had like one black right arm one black left leg and i was like man what is this and i just was like disappearing and going somewhere else and then he i was like healing myself up and he just kind of coincidentally just happened to like stumble upon me and i shot him and i was just like oh okay 23 oh okay that kind of makes a lot more sense now because like anytime any of the the sh- you know the the pellets even go anywhere near you something gets blacked which is like quite it's quite scary it is quite scary um yeah i still think the flash rounds are probably more of a problem honestly i still think the flash rounds it's kind of that's kind of my thought too. like you can only buy two I mean, now but like i've been as i said i got flashed uh twice i think recently and like man it's horrible like if you get caught in the full face with a flash and you're not wearing glasses and a visor you just don't really stand a chance of getting your vision back before you're dead it's so hard it's so 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 hard so that's the only times when i've ever been okay is wearing the crossbow glasses and a visor as well and the visor is 10 percent, i think and the glasses like 30 so it's like 40 percent reduction and you can just about see like the the full white disappears after like three or four seconds and you can like you get like a haze of the of the map around you and you can just about do something you're not just you're not literally just like blind running into you know the vending machine kind of thing um and so yeah i think like i think other than that i think it's probably all right like it, it's it's it is annoying just getting like one shot to the legs and it's just a random spray of pellets and it's at point blank but it's like it's kind of like any leg matter in my opinion right it's like it's tactical. It's got a specific use case to it. It's difficult to use. Right. I tried using the point forty five vector with rip rounds in it, which is you know mm-hmm. a four shot kill to the legs or something. And um, and my first proper engagement with it was some dude who was up on the cu- on the rocks above customs gas station. And I was like, well, I can't do I anything. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Then it was just like I was going to kind of like run, try and get a bit of a flank on or whatever, and it just got just got shot. So this is normally why I run like AP rounds because it's not really my style. Plus, you have to be shooting at the legs deliberately, which is something that I find difficult to with muscle memory. So I think like the chaos is kind of like, it's, it's a pain, but it's okay. It's like maybe a little bit over amped. I don't know. I think it's a little bit much, maybe a little bit too much. I just, I don't like the part that I think that bothers me <clears throat> most about the gun. Well, well, 
Yeah, the most thing is that it's like, like you were saying, you kind of just shoot in a direction, and because it's a shotgun, because it's so powerful, it just like destroys your limbs. Um, which then like kind of like makes it, since it is like in my opinion the budget gun or what's what's the 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 only gun that can make you competitive when you're like. The closing the power gap. The only gun mm, that can like close the yeah. power gap properly. Um <clears throat> that's a shotgun. You know what I mean? I would I kind of think the Mosin was sort of a better version of that because you did have to there was more precision to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's now, I will on, say on Twitter and I agree. Yeah. I think actually J- I was um commenting with J Dog because he brought that point up. And I thought that was a really good point, uh J Dog wise. But um yeah. I will say though that the KS twenty three, since it is a shotgun, it is more situationally good. But just the fact that, like you said, you can just, uh, you know, peek a corner and just shoot in their general direction. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know. So, yeah, if that makes sense. I think like yeah, I, th- I think it's like I don't know. It is tricky because like yeah, getting one shot with the Mason was annoying too because it was like you know oh, short sure. and medium range so it was also irritating but yeah at least the guy had to hit, actually hit the shot that's that's kind of fair enough i think like as a solo player like fighting against two guys one person's got a ks and the other's got like any other gun because that's kind of what i thought against the other day and it's just so annoying right because like as soon as you get hit by anything you just you, just lo- you lose a limb and it's just so bad right it's um, it, so easy for the other guy to finish you off it like especially sucks to solo because you've got no one no one covering you i think that's why i really don't oh, yeah. that's why i don't like it do you much. Painkiller meta? I do on factory, yeah. Are you pre-pain? Okay. I'm on factory. Not necessarily the other maps because I'm in for so long. And a lot of them have like these negative energy in water now. You yeah. have to just be like chugging water like a champion. Um yeah. these days, the amount that they've they've managed to you know debuff it with. But um it's okay. like I, I maybe think maybe they should change it because it's like yeah, you know, at the moment it's like five I think it's like what five pellets out of the eight have to connect with the trap ten and then and you die immediately like seems a little bit a little bit a little bit much you know i think for me that no matter what the gun is that closes the power gap i just wish that that gun had value to me as someone that was above like was the guy on top yeah and this power struggle yeah because that's just like the worst feeling is like i kill him and there's nothing i can do like i can't like (laughs) I could take his gun out of spite. And mind you, when I did like budget runs and KS23 runs, I, g- I got literally everything back. Like everything. Really? On the gun too? I was shocked. Yeah. I did like RP- RPK, like a budget RPK, uh, R- RDF, um, Hunters. I got, they didn't even strip the parts off. They're like, ew, gross. You have an AFG green grip. Disgusting. <laughs> I love the AFG green. That's like my, I love that thing. It's so good. I know. It's so they, good. Were, they didn't even want that. <laughs> oh my God. Because it's worth nothing. It's yeah. it's AKS slot. It's like, psh, AKS slot. Come on, bro. I'm only at 15KS slot. That's not worth my space. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think, but this is the issue people used to have with the Mosin as well, right? Mosin Man, and it's just got like a Mosin. You can't sell it back. You have to sell it back to Trader for like 25K, and that's all he's yeah. got. And it's like long. As well, it's like fills like a whole row in your scav BP or whatever it is you're running Burko or something, um, and you're like, well, it's not even worth taking. But see, back when the flea market, you could sell things from Found and Raid. It's still because the su- 
supply was so high of a Mosin. Because think about it, you get on scavs. You know what I mean? Yes. You can loot it. You can buy it from the traders and flip it. Like it stayed at a pretty constant price. Mm. But if the Mosin was like just a little bit more lucrative, like a little bit less of a supply. Because, you know, an, a, basically a sniper deck on one tap. Yeah. You know, class. That, that's a pretty good gun, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yes, it's bold action. It's not a full item. But, you know, anyway, so. Yeah, someone said something interesting the other day, I think, just before we finish, was um, about, yeah. like, what happens if they made it so that PvP loot was finding raid if they're not in your party? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, Cause it was I for think that'd be a good... Um, RMT, right? That was, like, one of the big reasons for it. Yeah. I mean, you could still make the argument that people are going to RMT, like, they'll find some way to get around it. I personally say, no matter what, anytime you have this, like, economy in a game people are gonna do rmt yeah uh, it's just yeah you try to minimize like, it but it's gonna happen yeah yeah i mean you try your best but i don't think you should trade gameplay over you know indeed what i think it's sad that like the pvp is so difficult with the pvp thing like being able to sell the people's gear is really good and i i think it's sad that that's gone i i do like we've been playing with it for a long time and it's yeah, it sucks. It's painful. It's annoying. You know, mm. I pick up people's kits that I'm not going to run, and I've become a lot more ruthless about just going. I'm not going to run this kit and just sell it. Like if I am, it's probably in six months, and I'll just build my own. Like I don't need to keep this guy's thing in my stash. Like my my inventory is really empty at the moment because I'm just selling everyone's stuff because I'm just like, well, am I going to run this current? Probably not. I'll just get rid of it. Am I going to run this AK74M? Like it's kind of all right, but like. I never yeah. really use these components, and I'm just not. I'm not going to run this weapon. I just don't. I just don't run this gun. So I'm just going to sell it. I'll just get rid of it. So I've just gone on like a purge through my inventory, just get rid of all of this stuff. And now, whenever I pick these things up, I'm just like, it's gone, it's gone. So it'd be really nice if you could get that back. You know, someone spends 200k on a gun, you get more than like 70k for it. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was just thinking. I think I've looted one Karun this wipe. <laughs> one and i've and i've seen it's like the most common armor i see which is crazy because it's a class five but mm. yeah it's just yeah yep 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 i think that about wraps it up i think so i think so nerf the ks23 <laughs> no it's fine it, it's fine i think it's mostly fine yeah i think it's mostly fine people seem yeah people are using these these the trap rounds a lot more than the flash rounds and um, thank god <laughs> because the flash rounds yeah. are brutally op and i don't know why people don't run it with one flash and three trap turns every time they should yeah really good yeah even just like a, a it's like a really good situational secondary gun to have and when that's yeah. like the economy the way it is like why not run it you know well i mean yeah exactly like to do the flashbang quest i was trying to throw Zarya's for like five raids and mm -hmm. chat was like, get the, get the chaos, get the chaos. And I just brought it in with one star in the chamber and three stars in the, in the, uh, in the mag and just doof, 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 blinded a load of people and then shot them. And it was so easy in comparison. It was, I mean, it's really good. It's really good as a secondary, really, really good yeah. as a secondary. I didn't even do like one and then traps. It was just like, now nah, this thing, this baby's, you know, four, four four stars in you know it took me two uh two trader resets to get these stars and i've got i've got a bunch and they're ready to blind you in the face it's it's powerful it's super powerful what was i using with it i can't remember now 
I don't think it was MP7. Defector. <laughs> this was this was actually a bit ago. Yeah, it wasn't the MP7. I've still got loads of loads of MP7s left. I've got like twenty, still just like lying around. It's awesome. I love that gun. I love that gun. Cool. Okay, that is yeah, it. Let's wrap. It that up. is it. We're done. I'm done. Enough. Enough rambling. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate everyone, and we'll catch you guys next week. See you later.